What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody. And I am the foremost expert in Steiner math. <laughs> Do you mind to explain that to the viewers? Well, you see, when, when one man fights another man, there's a 50-50% chance. Right. Except in this match, there's going to be three guys. Uh-huh. So now it's 33%, but I win... 87% of my matches, right. and that means you only have a 23% chance, and that's a 23 of uh, 33 that I'm going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> For those of you that don't know that, please look up the Steiner Math promo from Impact Wrestling. Oh my gosh. It's, Probably one of the, it was one of the most flubbed promos out there it had good intentions i don't know what you're talking about i don't know but but it's one that you love to watch it's glorious honestly if it was sid vicious it would have been his most brilliant promo true so for all of you who don't get that one go back and look up any sid vicious promo exactly i would say like you got like the ultimate warrior sid vicious and scott steiner like the all-time yeah they could cut a promo and the passion was there but if you listen to what they're actually saying... It makes absolutely zero no sense, sense whatsoever. <laughs> but we love them for it, and it creates some great wrestling moments for us. Oh, absolutely. So we've got a lot to get into today. Uh, sorry we haven't posted an episode in a week or so. It was Mother's it's, Day weekend last weekend. We exactly. had to love on the mamas. We had to celebrate the moms, and we had a lot going on. I was sick, still recovering from sickness right now. But we are here to bring you more content... And we've got a lot to get into, so let's jump right into it. Uh, well, first thing, let's talk about a little bit of a recap from the last couple of weeks of everything yeah. that's going on. So, I mean, as, as we know now, we've got uh, Seth Rollins one on the Raw side, AJ Styles one on the SmackDown side. Right. It's going to be Seth and AJ for the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm going to go ahead and call it, and I think a lot of people are already calling it. Rollins is going to win this match. Oh, absolutely! You no don't, doubt you don't draft you don't draft AJ onto SmackDown to then immediately have him win the title and go right over to Raw. Exactly. So, I mean, the Seth, Seth's going to win this match, and I mean, I think it's a it's great to carry it. Right. I mean, of the ones to carry it, like he is one of the better ones. I mean, any of the ones on the Raw roster that were in those triple threat matches could have carried it perfectly. Like oh Finn, yeah, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes. Um, I love the I love the match that they had. So you know they had the triple threat matches, and right. then they had the match, and it was Finn versus Seth. And so anybody who's been watching the product long enough, they've seen a similar scenario before, and you're exactly. watching it. And you know the um, the announcers didn't immediately recall the fact that this has happened before, but right. then in the match, the announcers recall it, and like maybe a minute or two later, Finn buckle bombs. Seth, Seth into the barricade, which yeah. is the exact move that put Finn out with the torn labrum and made him have to relinquish the universal title that he won, you know, and so Finn is the first universal champion of all time, right. but relinquishes it, you know, 24 hours later I mean, because was... of a botched buck, buckle bomb, but Finn throws him in and looks him right in the eyes and says, how does that feel? Exactly. Like, it was that, so that, good. So good. Like, great storytelling. Fantastic. Because you knew that there was going to be that moment in there. It's such you were an waiting amazing, for it to like happen. a great callback. And then just, like, the way he delivered the line. I mean, you could feel it. Like, oh, yeah. You know, the, the, all the, that pent-up frustration from that moment, just eating away inside, and then finally getting to release all of that with yeah. one line. It was just 
poetic justice and then some. So yeah, that, I mean that was that was a, a fantastic match. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna go the other direction and talk about another match that's the opposite of fantastic. And then they had the the intercontinental battle royal to decide who's gonna face Gunter uh, at the uh, Night of Champions. Now this was Don't the, the following weekend. On that. And there were so many good wrestlers that could have faced Gunter for the Intercontinental title. And uh, I think Johnny Gargano would have been a fantastic uh, opportunity. But no, we get... Mustafa Ali. Mustafa. Well, uh, and you know why. Because we're, no, Sa- we're in Saudi Arabia. Oh, you've gotta, yeah. You've got to have those characters that the people love to cheer for and that they get behind. But ultimately, they're going to fail. I can't stand him. He is... Yeah. He... Him, Bronson Reed, and I'm sure a couple more people that I could name, but I'm not thinking. Like, stop trying to make me like these characters. I don't like them. They suck. They're not over. They, they're they boring. They need to leave. It's like there's nothing that makes me want to buy into them. No, nothing. There's nothing that's like, wow, I really want to see where their career is going to go. I really want to see what they do right now. We've seen what they've done, and nothing. they have been given nothing. Absolutely nothing. And well, have done nothing. It's not like even that. like they're. It's not even like the bad booking or anything like that. They're just not engaging people. Like, sorry, this job requires that you have charisma and that you somehow connect with the audience. Exactly. They don't do that. No, none of them do. I would go on to say none of the free agents that were drafted or not drafted have any charisma there's whatsoever. A, there's a reason why. Only one. That would be Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. But well, technically, Dolph wasn't uh, drafted. Technically, Dolph is a uh, well, yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, yeah, he's a special, Omos yeah, special. Yeah. Ali and Omos um, even has charisma. He just bumbles in the ring and doesn't have any. I wouldn't say he has much charisma. But that's why he has MVP as a mouthpiece right now. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, he he, but he at least being seven foot seven gives you natural appeal. Well, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, that, that's just my thoughts. On I mean, that. it's the same thing as there, my there's a reason why guys like that have someone in their corner is because they don't really do well as far as carrying out their charisma on the mic or whatever it may be. Like, well, think, sometimes in the ring, definitely. Like, I think being in a being a uh, what do you call it a spectacle? You know, something like an Omos where you're seven foot seven. It's the same time as if I were to take a dump in the middle of a public square. I'm going to gather attention, but not necessarily for the right reasons. That. Yeah, I've got to remember that next time. <laughs> Never heard that before, but got to remember that analogy. Yeah, just because people look doesn't mean that they want to look or that they're going to look back again. Right. Well, switching gears on the side of WWE, let's talk about things going on in AEW. Oh, and boy, some... do we have a lot to talk about Absolutely. with AEW. We have returns all over. Oh, my, my, our prayers my... have been answered. Yes, the, the Redeemer, Redeemer is back. Miro is back on AEW. When oh, I saw him on TV, I, I squealed like a little schoolgirl. I was same. I was giddy. Like, thank you, thank you for bringing us back, the Redeemer. Yep, I was it, long time coming. Yes, much needed. Yeah, and they and say we we know that they're bringing characters like Miro back in preparation for Collision. Correct. you got headliners that are going to be uh, Miro, I think Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder Rosa makes her return yep. as well. I, I was kind of not really... 
I mean, that was, that's the most, but that's, uh, just because that's the most what? uninspired return. Yeah. Like, I mean, we talked about that on a previous episode. And that's just that, because, like, because I watched the uh, AEW Access. Yeah. That. Just hearing everything that went on behind the scenes between her and uh, Britt Baker and some of the other women and how the tension was backstage with her, it just kind of made me see her in a different light. But I'm sure there's a lot that... I'm sure, on. yeah, I'm sure but she has her side of the that, story, too. Yeah, there's two sides to every story. Yeah. But that's just how I felt about it. I wasn't really excited that Thunder Rose was back. Now, granted, we have new faces in the women's division or returning faces in the women's division in AEW, and hopefully new faces at some point. But, yeah, excited for the return of Miro, excited to see all these new characters take place on Collision, the new show for AEW. Yep. It is going to be awesome. It's uh, June 17th, I yep. believe? Yep. It's, it's going to be the Saturday before Father's Day. Right. And this father is excited about it. It'll be a good little early gift for me. Now, the one thing we got to talk about that, you know, we, we, we've talked about it in previous episodes, and we, we all knew that Collision was going to bring the return of CM Punk. But right. now the story is changing. Now they have pulled CM Punk's, you know, pictures and things like that. Uh, they did not announce the return of CM Punk on a, on Dynamite when they talked about Collision. CM Punk is no longer a a done deal for Collision, and his return is now back in in limbo. And all of this because of Ace Steel. My question is, why do we need a steal? It's not why do we need a steal. Why does CM Punk like? I understand like, and I guess CM Punk's just that kind of guy. Like he's loyal to his people that are loyal to him. But okay, fine. If if CM Punk needs to have a steal in order to wrestle, just give a steal something to do. Yeah, and put him in the sidelines and 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 let's let's move on. Like this, all everything that's gone on, like. If you haven't fired CM Punk at this point, you haven't let him go, and you know because TNT has pretty much, and, and Warner Discovery has pretty much told you they want him. Yes. You Just, have to use him. Yes. I would hope that the, the EVPs in this situation... I don't think the EVPs we, are involved. Well, I mean, even then... I would hope that everyone involved in the situation would have at least moved on. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like the only bygones. the only person that's working with CM Punk at this point is Tony Khan. Right. Uh, you know, I think that they, they've talked, they've they've had meetings with CM Punk and Chris Jericho, and you know, the the big rumors were that CM Punk was going to you know debut and that his first new rivalry was going to be against Jericho because you can trust. That even though they don't like each other, both of those wrestlers are true professionals, they're professionals. and they're not going to go into business for each other for themselves. They're going to protect each other, and there's no worries there. Right. The like, fact that the EVPs can't be trusted to do that—that that says a lot. It says it says too much. It, it it's like I said. I, I I went off in the last episode. I'm not going to do it in this one. But at the end of the day, you know, Tony. I'm not talking to you because you're probably not listening to this podcast, right? But we all know that CM Punk is going to end up on the screen somehow, some way, because at this point, TNT, TBS, the 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 people that are allowing you to have a program 
have said they want they CM want Punk. CM Punk because the highest ratings, the highest buy rates, the highest merch that you have is CM Punk. Exactly. Just do it. Stop witching and moaning about it. Accept it and move on. Yeah. Just to make just to be clear, we said witching. Yes. Witching with a W. Oh, I said it. I yeah. said witching. Witching. Yeah, Witch hey, woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's just a ridiculous situation that we hope that everybody will just be professional about it and just do what's best for the fans because the fans want to see this happen. Yep. We want to see CM Punk. I want CM Punk. I want CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. I want CM Punk versus Miro. I, I want, want CM, CM Punk, Punk versus JF. The... Yeah. I'd love to see that match again. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think there would be anybody who wouldn't buy, as far as professional wrestling world, I mean, whether heck, they're WWE person. CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. I think if they that could, would be if they the could do biggest, it, yeah, this if, would be the biggest match in AEW history, without a doubt. I think that would be the biggest buy rate for a pay per view they'd ever have. Yeah, exactly. If they can get Kenny Omega to be an adult, stop playing video games, yep. and then which that's a whole other conversation. We because finally are getting a video game after so many months of. Pushing it off for pre-order yeah. on THQ. I, I, I what is it? I bought the pre-sale on that um, like a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, we're extending it a little bit more. We're extending it a little bit more. When are we finally gonna get it? Apparently, we're getting it in July. I think that's 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 the, what they that's say. The news, but you, you never know. Subjects change. But with that, let's get into some predictions. Let's start with double or nothing. Sounds good. Go from AEW to AEW. All right. So, with Double or Nothing, we got the match card right here. We're just going to go and give our predictions. We're not going to touch a whole lot on each match. Just kind of give our thoughts and opinions on who we think is going to win this and how we think everything's going to go based off of that. So, starting off, we've got Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm, AEW Women's World Championship. I say Storm uh, does not win this match. I think is going to retain the championship by far. Yep. Because and we Hater. talked about this beforehand. Yeah. Because with All In coming up at uh, what's the stadium again? Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium. Yep. Yeah. With uh, it's All in, in England. Coming up, it's in England. You got to have Jamie Hader versus Soraya. Exactly. You got two UK natives battling against each other for the women's championship. You've got a great match right there. The fans are going to buy into it, and it's yeah. going to be fantastic. So Now, the only question for a match like that is, who's more over? I've got to think it's Soraya. I think it's going to be Soraya. Of course, yeah. she's going to be over, but I think at the end of it, Hayter is going to win the crowd over. But if anyone can take the title off Hayter, I think Soraya will be the one to do it. And, of course, the fans in the I UK think, will I think, go absolutely I think nuts. Soraya kind of, like, as much as I'd like to see Soraya put Hayter over... In that kind of atmosphere, because that really would just launch her into the next stratosphere. Right. I really think Soraya has to win that match. Yeah. That's that's the that's the punctuation on a very long road back. Right. For Soraya Page, you know, it, it would just be the ultimate feel good moment. Right. For her to finally hold championship a championship gold, gold again. Right. And then going off of that, we have the TNT Championship ladder match, Wardlow versus Christian Cage. I've kind of gone back and forth between this. This one is tricky. Yeah, because this is a tricky match. It could go one of two ways. You have Wardlow to retain, where Luchasaurus, I think, would turn on Christian Cage. Because Ward or we've seen hints of Luchasaurus where 
he kind of is confused as to why Christian Cage put himself in the match versus putting Luchasaurus in the match. So I think this is Luchasaurus's opportunity to get back at Christian Cage for kind of just having him as his lackey instead of putting him as a champion or making him out to be this destructive force that he is and just keeping him on the back burner. However, I also see going the way where Christian could win this and Luchasaurus staying loyal to Christian and mm-hmm. just get, getting involved in any way, shape, or form because it's no disqualifications, anything goes. But I see Wardlow retaining in this match. I don't know how, but I think it's going to go with Wardlow retaining the title. I want Wardlow to retain the title, and I think ring psychology, it makes sense for Wardlow to retain the title. I mean, they've already had Wardlow win and then lose to Joe and then get it back and then have his title stolen, and then he loses to Powerhouse Hobbs, and now he gets it back again. It's like if he loses again, like nobody's going to believe in him as a champion. Yeah, he's they've 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 booked him into obscurity. So exactly. I, I feel like Wardlow has to win this match. Um, Christian Cage doesn't need to win this match. No, uh, Christian Christian exists purely as a veteran influence to help put over the talent. So, exactly. Yeah, I think this is a Wardlow match. Uh, could we see Luchasaurus turn on Christian Cage? That'd be interesting. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I feel like... Okay. I think Christian Cage is a great talking talent and like a Jericho can wrestle and help get guys over and really help to grow the business. Right. But he's not in the same physical ring shape as the Jericho where he can go out there over and over. And I think Luchasaurus has been designated as his kind of keeper. Right. You know... Take some of the spots, you know, really be the heater, you know, be like the diesel to Christian Cage's Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah, you know, okay. keep him yeah. protected, right? So I, I don't, I don't really see any turns going on in this match, but I, I feel like this is an opportunity for Wardlow to actually defend his title in a major match for the first time, right? And then going from there, we have the unsanctioned match between Chris Jericho and Adam, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I one hundred percent. No doubt in my mind, Adam Cole's going to win this match. Adam Cole's going to win this match. Because I mean, this is his climb back towards the top, and Jericho's going to be the one to put him over in this match. And it's going to it's going to be hard hitting. There's going to be a lot of interference going on. Yep. But at you the know end what of I'd night, love to see in this match, and I don't know if it's a possibility. They they really keep it hush hush when it comes to um, some of some wrestlers' health and things like that. But right. The, my dream ending for this match is, of course, the Jericho Appreciation Society comes out and they start doing their, you know, whooping up on Adam like, Cole. Yeah. And then Roderick Strong comes out to start and they're still, it's two to against four or five or and however Red many Dragon they have. And then, yeah, Red Dragon. I and would love Bobby to see Fish that. and Kyle O'Reilly came out. Um, I think I would pop for that bigger than I popped when uh, when CM Punk came out to Miseria Cantare. Uh, before the um, the, the, the dog, dog collar match, match. agreed uh, that I mean the, where are they as far as like injury status because I know Bobby Fish or was it Kyle O'Reilly Kyle O'Reilly was the one who was who was injured and I think it was the you know uh, potentially a spinal stenosis issue right um, and then I but say I haven't ever really heard any conclusive information from the dirt sheets um, some things say he's still recovering something. 
you know, are saying he, you know, might be on the verge of a comeback. There's, like I said, there's no, there's no, conclusive, there's no conclusive, like no one's saying the same thing. So it's definitely a far fetch. It's by no means a prediction. Right. This is fantasy booking at its right. Yeah, know, this is, at its these height. are just predictions. This is uh, not. Set my, my true prediction is that yeah, Adam Cole wins. This is his, you know, uh, you know, great comeback push before they start the trajectory towards MJF. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, if if we could get the return of Red Dragon and the reunification of the Undisputed Era, oh yeah, that would be undisputed. That would be undisputed, <laughs> baby. Going off from there, we have the TBS Championship match between Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie. Now we both have kind of conflicting thoughts about. Yeah, this. we don't agree on this one, but. I see Jade Cargill retaining the championship mm-hmm. because, I mean, they built this up so much where it looks possible that Taya Valkyrie could win this. But I think they're saving this for when, if Chris Statlander returns, she'll be the one to take the championship off of Jade. So I see Jade retaining the championship. And, and I disagree. I, I think this is the opportunity to take the title off of Jade, put it on someone new, put it on someone that is internationally renowned and respected in the women's division around the world. Taya Valkyrie has been, a, other than NXT, where she didn't really get uh, her, her her time or her... She barely got anything. She barely got anything in NXT, but I mean, AAA world champion, Impact champion, um, you know, champion in Japan. Like, Taya Valkyrie is one of the most nominal professional female professional wrestlers in in the business today uh, put you know her beating Ty of Al- her beating Jade is makes a, it makes all the sense in the world uh, I don't think anybody it doesn't take the heat away from Jade to lose to Taya right um, I would say the only other female that could come in honestly and beat Jade and it would make sense and it would be worth taking the title off of her would be Mercedes Monet. However, given recent injury to Mercedes during right. a New Japan match with Willow Nightingale, it seems unlikely at this it point. It seems unlikely at this point that Mercedes is gonna is gonna come back in time. So why not put it on Taya at this point? Like if you were saving it maybe to put it on uh, a debuting Mercedes Monet that makes sense. Yeah. But Mer- and, and I would say at that point, definitely say, Mercedes Monet would be the one to take it off. Absolutely. Of but now, if you don't have Mercedes to take it off of her, and you've got Taya Valkyrie, yeah, you, you need to go. She needs to win. She needs to win this title. You know, Jade needs to experience a loss. Her character needs to evolve. It's gotten stale. Agreed. Nobody. She. The title's not getting her over. No. She's putting the title under, and nobody cares. Like about nobody the cares about the t- title anymore. No. But, but see, that's why I see her winning this because I mean, she hasn't really done much with the championship, but her undefeated streak alone is what is cap- like captivating. That's what makes members. it interesting to watch. Like, is she going like, to lose this time? Right. And honestly, this is the first time I've watched in the last few months where I think she has an opportunity to lose. This is the first real person they really put her against. That I think is going to, uh, I think it's going. I think she's going to take. I think Ty is going to take the title. And uh, if Mer- you know, hopefully we do get Mercedes Monet in the next few months, if she can recoup and she goes all elite, and then you know maybe at the next major pay per view we have Ty versus Mercedes, or we could see Jade versus Mercedes. 
I mean, at all in. We I can mean, see Jay Jade versus, versus Mercedes, Mercedes, but as a wrestling fan, what do you what do you actually want to see? Do you want to see Jade Cargill or Ty of Valkyrie versus Mercedes? See, I'd love to see either one. I want. Uh, I think either one could work. I'm a wrestler's wrestling fan, and I, I got you. And yeah. I gotta say that Ty of Valkyrie can go in that ring. Oh yeah, a thousand times more than Cargill can. Cargill looks fantastic. She is actually pretty decent on the mic. Yeah. But she's John Cena in the she's she's early John Cena in the wrestling ring. She's good for five or six moves and that's it. Now I'm not saying John, you know, as he evolved, but like, you know, early two thousands John Cena when it was, you know, five the five moves of doom. Right. Alrighty. So going off of that, we have the tag team championship match, FTR defending the titles against Lethal and Jarrett with Mark Briscoe as a special guest referee. Now, they have booked this fairly well to where it looks like Lethal and Jarrett are going to pull out every trick under the sun oh, yeah. to try and steal the titles from FTR. But I see FTR still pulling out a victory over this. Mark Briscoe is going to turn on Lethal and Jarrett Absolutely. and go one-sided at some point. Absolutely. Mark, Mark Briscoe is not turning heel. Mark Briscoe aligns with the faces, FTR, and you know Jarrett and Lethal... Once again, you've got legends, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers. I mean, Jerry is already a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. So these these guys, they're working. You don't, they don't need the title. FTR, they just got the title from the Guns. You don't take the title off of them. No. Uh, this is now. This match is definitely going to be. This is going to be a great match. Entertaining. This is oh, going to yeah. be so good. I mean, this you're going is have... going to be your Memphis style wrestling match where exactly. there's going to be there's you're going to laugh. You're going to. You know you're gonna get angry because of, you know how did the referee not see that? Yeah, uh, and this it'll be entertaining. And you know what? I love it. And, and, and another seven star FTR. Seven star FTR, absolutely. <laughs> and then we have I'm, we're not gonna talk a whole lot about this because I don't really know much about going into this, but the Blackjack Battle Royal, where Orange Cassidy will defend his international championship against a slew of other superstars. I don't, I mean, they haven't really said who is going to be in it. I'm assuming that it's just going to be kind of like what they've done with, like, the wild card. Yeah, I'm hoping we get a little bit more clarity on this match uh, during Dynamite this Wednesday. Right. Uh, I mean, they they had the backstage segment where they said, oh, 20 people have, have, you know, signed up. But they didn't say who. Right. So. That's why I'm saying that I think it's going to be, like, maybe... Kind of like what they did with the previous ones, where they had the diamonds, the clubs, and then so on. Like a group of people. Well, I just, will come I just, yeah, I really don't one. understand how this match works. Like, is it going to be like, uh, you know, where two men enter, and then when one man beats another man, you know, they go on, or is it a straight up? Is it a battle royal? I think it's, I think it's straight up battle royal. Okay. I think. But like I said, I don't know. But ultimately, because we don't know who's in it, I'm saying Cassidy still walks out the champion. I really hope they don't take the belt off Cassie right now. He's having a heck of a run with that belt. He is. Uh, it, Every match that he has had with it has been extremely entertaining. Fantastic. He, has, he does a great job of selling mm-hmm. any kind of injury, no matter what it is, like whether he's got an injury on his hand or whether it's a knee injury. Like He does a great job of selling everything that he's got going along. Oh, he does great storytelling in the ring. And still maintains his nonchalant character. Exactly. It's, it's fantastic. And no, he turns it up whenever he needs to. It, it works perfectly. He's one of the he, he's one of the best things they've got going. So exactly. I really do hope they keep that title on him. And I mean, obviously, this will be an opportunity for maybe a debut or two to come along. Maybe but, maybe one. 
Maybe one. I mean, if they take the title off them, it'll be somebody big debuting or returning. Right. Um, and y'all so. leave it in the comments. Who do you think is going to be debuting or returning or possibly during this Battle Royal? Let us know. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't really know of anyone that could possibly either make their debut or jump ship from WWE. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not really anybody that's on the spectrum right now to where they're a free agent or they could possibly be going to AEW that I know of. No, nope. but nobody, you know, nobody that really moves the the needle. Right, exactly. Like if it's anybody, it's going to be someone that it's like, oh, we, we, you know who this guy is. Like he's going to do some damage here. But I don't know. It's too soon to tell, and we don't really know much about the participants or any of the participants at this point. But maybe we'll get more I would, information. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say the only other one would be like if Pac made a return. Right. You know, because Pac was the former champion. Right. So, you know, it's been a while since we've seen him. That That's the only one that I can kind of think of is, you know, him coming in and, you know, reclaiming the title and then having Orange Cassidy chase him for the title. Right. You know. Just reigniting that rivalry. That That's the only one that, to me, makes any sense. Right. But going off of that, then we have the Anarchy in the Arena, where we see the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. I, I'm kind of torn. I'll let you start off with this one because I don't really know. So I want this match, but these anarchy in the arena matches, they ha- they haven't been great. No, they haven't. Uh, at like all. with the with like when it was the inner circle versus the elite. Like we've we we it was it was okay. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, and they had an entire football stadium to wrestle in, uh, and then you had. Um, I want to say it was Darby and Sting and somebody else versus... I can't Because I know that Eddie Kingston and Moxley... Um, yeah, the yeah, the, the, the Anarchy in the Arena matches, honestly, they, they haven't been good. Like, yeah. they, they're entertaining. It's but, pretty much a spot fest. I mean, when you, when you have such fantastic wrestlers... Right. I would honestly rather keep this in the realm of not necessarily just the ring, but you know, inside the barricades. Right. Uh, you've got guys who can just, I mean, work for days. Yeah. So I, I'd like to spend them. I like to see them spend less time walking from spot to spot. Yeah. And actually just working. Exactly. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to this match, but I really wish that I was getting more of a pure. Like, you just in-the-ring wrestling style matches. Yes. I mean, when you got Claudio Castagnoli and uh, Brian Danielson and all these other guys, yeah. you want to see hard-hitting action, like strong-style fighting in the ring. Yeah, I mean, I want to see Claudio and, and Kenny go at it. Yes. And not cut, you know, after 30 seconds to the next piece of chaos that's going somewhere else. Exactly. I want to be able to, like, fully get engaged in the match. Right. So, uh, As far I, as predictions go... I feel like this goes Blackpool Combat Club... See, and I'll go the opposite. I'll go with the elite. I think that this, this their retribution yeah. per se. They don't deserve retribution yet to me. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I don't know, but We're, that's the way I see it going. But yeah, I, I I feel like the Blackpool Combat Club needs to win, though. Um, you know, the elite. It kind of needs to die out. It really does. Like, I mean, now my only thing is, is that with with Adam Page returning with his little one, you know, his little one eyed monster. I mean. His eye patch. Um, <laughs> he he. You know. I guess the that you've got the momentum going into 
everything. We'll see what happens on Dynamite before you know. Dy- we have to go away Dynamite this Wednesday, right? And same thing with uh, Monday Night Raw going on tonight and Friday yeah, Night Smackdown. You got the go homes. You know, we've got so much good. The good news is that we got so much good wrestling content coming up. Exactly. Like we've got a weekend full of wrestling. We've got Night of Champions going on. Our Saturday. wives are gonna hate us. Oh, Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> I thought you just watched that yesterday. Like, yes, but this is something different. I know. It's a good thing that I did really well for Mother's Day for my wife. So now I can be like, but honey, yeah. I did such a good job last weekend. Yeah. We had a great weekend in Thomasville this past weekend. So it's like, but we just had a great time. You enjoyed yourself. It's lovely. We it's, picked a day. Yeah, yeah, we went I shopping. I love you so much. We picked out botanical scents. <laughs> All right. And then lastly... We have the main event, the match that I am looking forward to the most. This is going to be nothing short of a five, six, seven, I'll go ten star match. Yeah, absolutely. MJF defending the world title in a four way match against Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be an absolute uh... What's what's the word that JR likes to use? Slobber knocker. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. Uh, yeah, we are gonna get a we're gonna get all kinds of great stuff here. I mean, you're gonna get the spots from Darby and, uh, or and Sammy. Sammy. You're Jungle gonna Boy. you're gonna get Jungle Boy. Uh, you know, I really want to see the turn. I'm, I'm still I'm pushing for the turn. Um, I honestly think we'll see two turns in this. I think MJ. I mean, we all know. I guess we don't all know, but I, I feel like it's it's MJF's night. MJF wins. Of course, yeah. MJF Everyone knows victory. MJF's going to win this. But of the turn, the car- yeah, the- I see two in this, and I'll tell you why. Jungle Boy, I, I agree with you. I think we need to see a heel turn for yep. him. We need to see that. But I also see a face turn for Sammy Guevara in a sense that he breaks away from the Jericho Appreciation oh, Society, which he that. needs to. Oh, I absolutely He needs to see get that. away from that with because the, now it's become the Jobbers Society. With the character work that they're doing with him and, and Ty on All Access, I feel like anybody who's watched that, uh, you can't help but root and like Sam, root for and like Sammy Guevara. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I could totally see, you know, like a double, op, double turn opportunity of where, you know, they've already kind of started that. You know, in the promo work of last week where Sammy, you know, basically went up and was like, hey, you know, we don't have to be friends, but let's go after MJF. Right. So, you know, they, they've, they've already kind of started that. So, I, yeah, I, I think you're, you're right on track with that. And, yeah, I really, I would, I would love for MJF to win because Jungle Boy screws over Darby Allen. That would definitely be... Fantastic. I mean, it would it would give Jungle Boy the opportunity to work heel and stop being Jungle Boy and be something a little more and get to that next level with his character. Exactly. And then you've got a built-in segment between Jungle Boy and Darby Allen. And exactly. That's that's more months of great matches that you can have. So right. Yeah. Th- this is going to be a fantastic match. I can't wait to watch it, and I can't wait to. Uh, you know, see MJF celebrate in the way that only MJF can. With a Kalen Dill Pickle. <laughs> I still have not looked at the website to see if they're still there, but please tell me that there's going to be a media scrum afterwards where he's sitting there eating more pickles. Oh, please. I want him to eat all the pickles. Yes, all the pickles. Now, switching gears from Double or Nothing, we're going to look at the Night of Champions card and give our predictions from here. Now, a little bit less of a card here. With some matches that we could pretty much give our predictions 
easy peasy. Not yeah, much I mean, to it. Shoots right through these pretty yeah. quick here. Uh, starting off, let's go Bianca Belair versus Oscar. We've already seen this. We've match. already seen this match. We know what's going to happen. Bianca Belair retains the championship. I think that she's going to carry it on until her next opponent, whoever that may be. But yeah, I say Bianca Belair wins this match. Um, honestly, this match is probably the only one that's that is kind of up in the air for me because we've seen this match. I don't really think that there is a reason to have this match again if you're not going to put the title on Oscar, though. Right. Uh, there has Oscar's kind of turned. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really like a, whoo, I can't believe it turned. It was, you know, it was blue mist in the face. It was, it was a very soft turn, but I guess that that's that's the turn we're getting. Right. So it's a different Oscar. Hopefully, she's going to build on that, and it's like we're getting more of a kind of character there. It's, it could go either way. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd like to see Asuka win. I, I feel like Asuka needs to win. I feel like why have this match? You can have Bianca beat anybody else. Why have her beat Asuka again? So uh, I'd actually like to see Asuka win this match. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Asuka on this one. Okay. And then we get the even less than stellar match. Uh-huh. Gunter defending the Intercontinental Championship against Mustafa Ali. Gunter wins. Of course. I mean, you got uh, the reason why they put this is because they're going to be in Saudi Arabia, and you got to have those individuals who everybody sees in themselves. And so Ali's that one, but Gunther is going to absolutely destroy him, yep. chop him into oblivion. If that you would will. be the only part that I enjoy is watching Ali get just chopped. Yeah, like over and over and over just again. Just hear those chops ring in. all throughout the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yep. Would be music to my ears. And then you get Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. We know Becky Lynch is going to win this match. I don't know. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I don't know. You think Trish is going to win this? I think if Becky wins, where do you go? Then then it's over. Like, you've got, you've got Becky Lynch, you've got Trish Stratus. I feel like you've got to juice this until SummerSlam. And, you know, you're, why, why, would, why, would you, why would you bust this opportunity in, in Jeddah, I mean, or Saudi, whatever, in Saudi Arabia. Right. Uh, this is an oper- This is a great opportunity. You've already had Trish turn on Becky, but they haven't fought yet. So Trish should win. In my opinion, Trish comes in and wins. And then Becky has got to take it up to the next level and, and you know, try to, you know, get Trish to give her that next match. And you know, work work until we get to either you know, I don't know what wrestling what do we have. We have Money in the Bank and, uh, and Hell then, in a Cell maybe. Or... I think, but it's such a long <coughs> trek before you get to SummerSlam. It's like why prolong this rivalry? Like where do you go from there? If why prolong this rivalry? Because it's Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. I mean, like well, I mean, name, and name... we saw their in ring capabilities at WrestleMania. I mean, Trish Stratus is not in the best form of her career she's, get, she's getting there i mean she's got ring rust like she's in the best shape of anybody yeah. her age I've not knocking seen. not knocking it like her physical ability and everything but yeah the ring rust and everything it just felt like everything everything was lackluster during that match with her and lita and becky lynch against damage control but I don't, that was just me i think everything with that de- with damage control is lackluster i don't think that has anything to do with with the becky or the trish of it i i feel like uh, you've got two of the most over females in professional wrestling, aside from Rhea Ripley. Oh yeah, I mean, Rip, Rip, but Rhea's in a completely different level. Like, right. She's why she's the, not on the card is beyond me. Don't even get me started. Exactly. Um, 
But I, I feel like no, I feel like Trish wins this one. This is not the this is not the go home match. This is not the end of the, of the rivalry. Um, I'm not saying Becky can't win and then Trish you know comes after her even harder. But no, I really this this is a great smarmy heel Trish Stratus. Becky's got to chase her. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling a cheap win by by Trish. You know, cheats to win, uh, and, and 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 just escalates the robbery. Okay. Then we switch gears and go to Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Now, we've already seen this take place. I see Cody Rhodes walking out with another victory over Lesnar in this match because. From me personally, from here, Rose needs this win oh, yeah. in order to catapult himself going into Money in the Bank. Because if he's going to have any shot at dethroning Reigns for the title, which is what is going to happen. I mean, we'll get into the World Heavyweight Championship match later on. But with events going on with that match, yep. it seems prime for Cody Rhodes to be involved in Money in the Bank, win the match, and then dethrone Reigns. So I see Rhodes winning this match. I'm, I'm in the same uh thought as you I, I really think that Cody needs to beat Brock cleanly this time you know not a quick roll up but a decisive victory you know Brock is the kind of guy who has no problem losing for the right reasons and if he's in this rivalry with Cody Rhodes and he's already lost then they are using Brock and the brought the beast Brock to you know Really, like they're trying to put Cody over more. They're trying to tell the story of not, you know, like nothing is going to come easy for you to, to to reach the top of the mountain. Right. And and the beast is just one of the few hurdles along your way. Right. So I I think that Brock is going to lose clean in this. That Cody gets a decisive victory, and then yes, uh, I think the next step is either Cody wins money in the bank and you know has the ability to cash in on on Roman as you've said or some other obstacle is going to come out of the way right that that Cody's going to have to you know overcome cuz I don't know that we're going to see the the story finish at SummerSlam I think a lot of us were hoping that after he lost at WrestleMania that you know they were going to continue and maybe, you know, take this to SummerSlam. But this might go all the way to WrestleMania. See, and I think see, I think the opposite. I think it'll end at SummerSlam. Yeah. But I, I, I think so. we'll see a rematch at WrestleMania though. That could that could definitely that could definitely happen. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know at this point. But yeah, I definitely think Cody needs to beat Brock. Brock doesn't need to beat Cody. Um, I feel like the only reason Brock's even in this match after last month is because that it's a contractual obligation. Right. Brock is so over in Saudi Arabia, there's no way they can have a Saudi Arabia event and not have Brock there. Exactly. All right, now we get into the tag team title match with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending the titles against Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. One, I am surprised they're even uh, having this match. I don't know how we got here. For one... With the whole situation with Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn's never wrestled in Saudi Arabia. There's, you know, it's documented. We won't necessarily get into it on this podcast. Right. There there are reasons that Sami Zayn has never wrestled 
in Saudi Arabia. There's reasons that there are other wrestlers who, who have never wrestled in Saudi Arabia. Right. Um, you know, I believe Daniel Bryan, when he was with WWE, refused to wrestle in Saudi Arabia in solidarity with Sammy and some other wrestlers. Um, Which and I also this, think this one blows my mind. Uh, this, I mean, really truthfully, I, honestly, it's kind of like um, is is the danger worth? Worth it here? Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like, is the the risk worth the reward? Because I don't think so. I think it's dangerous. I think to this have is. This match. I think this is being very irresponsible with with the the man, not the character, but the the man. I, and I don't know his real name, but right. you know, Sami Zayn. The, you know, who the man himself. Right. I don't. I just. I think that this is. Uh, it's, it's gonna be a very interesting thing to watch. I. I yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go it with, with a lot of hesitance and. Uh, you know, concerned, but uh, you know, hopefully all goes well. You know, hopefully Same. people can appreciate just, you know the the these these men who put their life on the line, and you know, people can get past other ideological is issues. Agreed. And 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 people can enjoy the show, and 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 I'm hoping that uh, this is an opportunity for Sammy and Kevin to beat Roman and. And solo, um, and you know this this just gets us one more step towards the implosion of the bloodline. Oh yeah, we're already seeing that take. But and if I if we had the opportunity to take all the extra nonsense aside and just focus on this match and not have to worry about anything other than that, mm-hmm. me personally, I see Sami Zayn and Owens winning this match. Yep. If it wasn't for all the outside factors playing into this. But do we see Roman Reigns and Sol Sokoa doing like taking the titles from them in this in order to please certain people just to give a, a further crux in the uh, story where you see the implosion of the bloodline between the Usos and Roman and Sol. Well, what I see happening, but, yeah, what I see happening here is either a uh, a, a botch, right? Would the Usos come in and try to help Roman? And then they, and, and they end up they, costing they them. They mess up and it costs the match. Right. Or you get one of the Usos, you know, comes in, you know, things going on. They get they get blown off. And then a super kick to Solo or a super kick to Roman, you know. And I, I don't. I, that's that's the least likely. I think. I think right. the most likely is a is a is a botched run in. Right. And then yeah, you get you get Roman. That's Roman's going to discipline even more. Yeah. And at some point, I mean, you could already see it in, in, in you know Jimmy and Jay's faces during uh, you know SmackDown two weeks ago when he made him apologize. Exactly. That's that that is it not. It couldn't long. be clear. Yeah. That 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 blood the bloodline is not long for this world. Exactly. So ultimately. I see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn walking out with a victory and retaining the titles from this match. No question in my mind. But hopefully things go well yep. leading up to this and that we don't see anything play into where it dangers anybody involved in this match. Yeah, I really, really hope that yeah this, this can be a successful and, uh, you know, safe show. Exactly. Then finally we get to the main event. I think, is, I think this is going to be the main event where... We crown. I think it new, should be the main event. Yeah. We crown a new world heavyweight champion on Monday Night Raw. We have Seth Rollins taking on AJ Styles. 
I don't see us talking about this in depth because I think we know how this is going to play out. Yeah. You have Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Yep. The championship is going to be pretty much a it's carry the Raw on championship. of the Raw championship, pretty much. Yeah. So we see Rollins winning this yeah. match. 100%. Monday Night Rollins. Exactly. Yeah. Monday Night Rollins. AJ just got drafted to SmackDown. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have the title that's specifically for Raw and go then, over to SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. And they're not gonna have AJ, who just got drafted to SmackDown in like one of the top draft positions, get moved over to Raw. Exactly. This is Seth, this is Seth Rollins in a nutshell. Uh, gonna be a fantastic match though. Oh, one hundred percent. Seth Rollins versus AJ there's Styles. There's gonna be moments where it's yeah. gonna be like back and forth, and you think that it's gonna be one sided or oh, the yeah. other. But ultimately, give, give Rollins me Seth win. Rollins versus AJ Styles. All day, every day, and I'll be a happy camper. So Exactly. But those are our predictions, guys, for Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. Let us know what your predictions are for the matches. Leave it in the comments on our social media. Leave it in the comments for any downloads that you've made on the episodes. Let us know what you think, guys. We're and if you think we're full of bull, let us know. Exactly. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. want to kind of touch base on a little bit of what we've got going on in the future, what we've got lined up, we have some possible future guests. Oh yeah, We're, a little bit, a uh, little, uh, some, some more bringing back some indies. Right. Uh, I've got a uh, potential guest coming on. Uh, one, Mr. Robert Altman, who uh, I'll let him tell his story, but was a heel manager uh, in you know some of the Southern State indie promotions. Right. And he's got uh, a lot of really funny stories uh, with some professional wrestlers. Uh, that we'll let him share with you guys. It'll be a really great time. And then, uh, Cody, let us know about the other one. And then I've also got another professional wrestler lined up who's on the independent scene who's working with Freedom Force Wrestling. We had uh, Bill Weaver on the show, who's the owner and promoter of the show. And I'm excited to have this guy on here. I've got to meet with him and have a conversation with him and work with him in the ring some as well. A guy by the name of James the Gator Grimm. You guys are going to love this guy. He is awesome. You're all, I think you're going to love his story of how he got into professional wrestling. I'm excited. I love the story because I got to hear him tell it to me. But I think you're going to be interested to see how he got into professional wrestling. But we've got great things lined up for the show. Looking forward to more content coming up next week. We'll see if our predictions rang true. Hopefully, I got all my predictions right. But we'll see. But thank you guys for listening. Hope to see you next week. Keep it five stars.